With more than 60 billion messages sent out on digital platforms each day, three seconds. That's how long we have to grab your attention. But fear not, we have some tips for you today. With so much to talk about regarding content, we're going to focus on some main points, but also Meta just announced new real capabilities and new options for ads coming our way. That and more, let's go. You're listening to Naturally Social Podcast, and we're your hosts. I am Carla Rivera. And I'm Kirsten Alvarez. And we are two down-to-earth social media marketers, bringing you up to speed with the latest marketing trends and solutions to the day-to-day struggles that many small businesses face. In each episode, we're bringing you tips and recommendations on organic ways to build your brands. So we just read a book called Hook Points, and growth strategist Brendan Kane is known for building online platforms for A-listers, including Taylor Swift and Rihanna. He's advised brands such as MTV, Skechers, Vice, and Ikea on how to establish and grow their digital audience and engagement. So Kane has spent most of his career discovering the best tools to turn any no-name into a top influencer simply by speaking into a camera or publishing a popular blog. And in his book, he claims to share the secrets, and we're here to bring them to you. Here are our takeaways and more. So, like Carla said, it's just a few helpful tips from this book, focusing on how to grab your attention. And there's so much noise out there. You always hear us saying this, that whether you're working on creating content for a brand or for yourself, it's important to be seen and noticed in this sea of content. So here are the first notable takeaways. With all this content going out every second of the day, how does yours stand out? You have to keep an eye out on what your competitor are doing and what are the pain points for your audience. What stands out? Titles, descriptions, all that has to be kept in mind when you're doing all your content. Yeah. I love how you say that, Carla, because it's true. Basically, what makes them stop scrolling? They're scrolling through so much content. What's going to make them stop, double click, feel something, feel that connection? What value do you offer? Because you don't want to waste people's times. We definitely don't have time to waste uh, in the world we live in today. So... Another thing is you have to be aware who you're talking to. Like understand the platform, respect the best practices for each to optimize the content that you're making on that platform. Yeah, that's so true. And then what audiences are where? Who's your target? All those things are very important to keep in mind. Are you personalizing the message to them specifically? Because you don't want to talk to somebody that's not in that platform because then your post is not going to do that well. So mm-hmm. you want to also become your demographic and put yourself in their shoes and not just think about the kind of content that you want to create to blast out to the universe. And then the other thing that he talks about is to know your why. And that we hear from so many content yes. strategists, Simon, whatever his name is that I don't like, but whatever, he's known for his <laughs> social media. But I'm not going to say his last name. <laughs> no, say his last name. I can't remember it. What was his name? Simon? Cynic. Cynic. Thank you. Because he's... Yeah, no, not a, I'm not a fan of his, but he also pushes that know your why. And I think it is important. That's one thing I guess I could side with him on. I guess he has a couple of points, maybe more than one, but I, I'm just not a fan. But know your why is truly important because that's what kind of takes you back to the foundations of what your content should be. Um, so so that's one thing I guess you can say I agree with him on. <laughs> yeah. And then, of course, we also hear this from everyone everywhere, but is it really followed? Be authentic and real. Know who you're talking to and who it's coming from. You know, in essentially what's gonna happen is with trends, for example, trends can only get you so far. 
You have to make sure that you're authentic and real because you can't just pretend to know what you're talking about. Not in this world. No, you definitely have to get your hands dirty and do it so that you can give some first-hand advice and your advice has to be very authentic. And I always tell people, don't be afraid of admitting to challenges or failures. And Absolutely. yeah, because you can repurpose that and teach people what you've learned from them and help keep them from falling into the same, you know, boundary or issues or challenges that you just went through. So that's really important. And then also learn about what works and what doesn't work for others. Just like you're showing them how you overcome some challenges and what they are so they don't have to do the same. You also want to learn from others and what has worked for them and what hasn't worked for them. And then that that's obviously a lot of research. So I'm all about research, research, research. Learn about other people. Learn about what they're using to catch. What what are their highest engaged content and how does that look like? Like their titles or descriptions. And then um, that, that'll help teach you kind of like what, or actually, I guess, like I said, learn from their mistakes. Yeah. And my favorite, one of my favorite things to say, um, because I have so many, it's kind of like what good is the knowledge doing up in your head? If you learn from something, you know, and you can take take it and share it with somebody else so they don't have to make the same mistake, even better, which kind of leads into testing and how important testing is. A-B testing has to be my favorite. It's like trial and error. You don't know if you don't try. And I think this is where the fun science comes into marketing because it's like you, you've got to test it. You don't, you don't know. So feel the waters, understand what's going on. Uh, for example, videos. So Facebook favors long videos, but you only have three seconds or less to capture someone's attention. That's insane. So Mm -hmm. that's the tricky part because everybody still has that mentality where they want to hit, get shorter videos for social. Like they're always thinking, give me the shortest one. And honestly, like it's tough because Facebook actually favors long ones. So what do you do about that? But then your first three seconds are truly important. Like I've seen people scrolling and they don't even wait for the person to start talking. They just keep going. Like if it doesn't capture their attention, it's not just what you're saying, but what you're visually showing. It's crazy. So is shorter video better? I mean, maybe if you're doing YouTube in-stream ads, but if you're posting organically on Facebook, I think longer is better because their algorithm favors it because now they're trying to monetize videos and with in-stream ads that's what they're pushing for on Facebook. They want to compete with YouTube. So it's such a tough like thing to deal with. But that's why testing is important for each of those different platforms. So I completely agree. And then, yeah. so going back to the secrets, here's what he says to consider when you're creating your title and descriptions, which I thought was really, maybe my biggest takeaway was really trying to think outside of the box when you're thinking about your titles and your descriptions. Because aside from the SEO keyword search that you should be doing and including those in titles and and descriptions, um, I thought it was important that one, the actual magic is in your heading. That's where your hook point should go. So he talks about different ways to do this, how to test it, but basically look at other people's, like we said, to go over what they're doing, what works for them, what doesn't, test your own stuff. And then he says, use your content to tell your story. Yeah, and my favorite part about that is just how important message pillars are and how vital they are to keep the consistency going and make sure that your content's relevant. And message pillars essentially help you lay the foundation of the content, but this is definitely a topic we think deserves its own episodes, so there's more to come Truly. on just that. <laughs> we could talk about that for hours. <laughs> oh yes, no, I love it. And then of course, the one we always hear, use FOMO. Use FOMO. the fear of missing out. Make them want to be there. Yes. 
I love that because something I also say about personal branding, and I think we mentioned in our last episode, you want to include a little bit of FOMO when you're talking about your presentations or where you're going to be speaking at. So I think that is key in a lot of things. You want to make people feel like they're going to miss out if they don't see it. Yeah. Um, And it ties back to like the value that you're offering. Like what's the value? Like, oh, I missed out on the value. Even down to the cover image. What cover image are you going to use? Because if it's not a good cap cover image I'm scrolling yes thank you that's so important a lot of people post videos on Facebook or Instagram and they forget to choose a, a cover that's so important and then you want to make sure it, it kind of enhances that takeaway that that fear of missing out moment mm-hmm. you know like that people want to click and see what the heck is this video about <laughs> yes you took the words right out of my mouth <laughs> yeah yeah, because I'll scroll through stuff and you'll see people awkwardly smiling or in mid-sentence. And unfortunately, when we're moving too fast, I mean, it's happened to mm-hmm. me before. Um, and Facebook, with their changes, as as good as some of the changes are, sometimes makes it difficult now to change the thumbnail to what you want when you're posting yeah. through the creator or the planner um, on the business suite. But it's still super important. If you miss it, go back and fix it on Facebook. On Instagram, you just have to make sure you get it on time. Yep. But can we take a moment to talk about reels and TikToks? Because always it's huge. So big. Um, I still feel, however, that people think it's gimmicky because it came, you know, a lot of people do funny dances. Oh, you want me to dance or point? They don't understand the importance of including it in the content strategy. So I thought I want to go over that with you because I know you have a lot of good tips about that as well. We've had fun doing our own reels. So if you haven't seen those, I love them. <laughs> go to Instagram, follow us. Um, and you'll see some of our reels as well. Definitely. It baffles me when you're like, can we do this? And I'm like, heck to the yeah. And you're like, really? I'm like, yeah, why not? And then I, I'm just like, why not? Let's do it. It's, we're offering value. We're doing something. We're having fun. Yeah. They are real fun. And authentic. <laughs> and they're entertaining, which are like the magic ingredients to this content potion, I guess. So everyone's saying to post a reel a day to grow, but who has time for that? Honestly, Um, There are some really quick reels you can do, but I'm all for quality versus quantity when it comes to reels. Absolutely, It's doable, but not easy to do that like every single day. But does it help? Yes. But there are other ways to grow, like I said. Um, The more reels you do, of course, because that, and, and we'll talk about the stats in a little bit, but it's just such an important piece of your content strategy that I wouldn't miss out on, but not necessarily recommend that you do this every single day unless you're an influencer you want to be one or you're actually trying to promote your you know your individual small business that that you're doing on your own then that's the way to do it you want to showcase that not only do you know how to do them but you're growing with it so but other than that but as for sounds I'm seeing more and more social media people telling us what sounds to use because they're trending so if you follow any social media managers on Instagram most of their reels now are about them saying this sound is going to be trending in the next couple of days. Save it and use it. Uh, have you seen yeah. those? I've I've seen them because you've shown them to me, and we'll <laughs> sit there and search the trending charts, and I'm like, holy moly, this is insane. Yeah. So there is a chart you can look at to see what's trending on on TikTok, and usually if you catch those, you're good. But is that the way to go? Yeah, and I'm glad that you brought that up. Essentially, it's great to jump onto a trend before it peaks, of course, with the helps and the views and an engagement, but you also want to try new things and be an innovator, even more if you have original sound. Like, 
you might have a trending son one day, but that won't happen if you just jump exactly. on trends. Exactly. Yeah. So we definitely think a healthy balance of both is just important for growth in those areas. And that's how you start developing. Okay, good. I thought I was like losing my mind, but I thought, you know, I really think that it's important to use a blend of both of those. Mm-hmm. Um, and not recipe. just follow the trends because everything that you see now is follow this trend, follow this audio. Um, and I just didn't think that that was the right way to do it because if you don't hit it early on enough, then you miss a trend and then you're just a follower and then you want to be innovative as well and also be a trend that other people follow. But if you don't do that, you're never going to do that. Absolutely. So since we're talking reels and TikTok, which Let's we already do. know which ones we prefer, <laughs> TikTok we do, we versus do. reels, because we did a reel about that, but... Um, <laughs> But they're saying that Reels, people who started on TikTok and joined the Reels on Instagram, especially those who already had like an audience on TikTok, are saying pretty much that it's the same. Like they don't feel like they're in a different ad or like platform when they're on Reels as they are on TikTok, which is funny because I feel like maybe Meta did a good job with copying tiktok this time versus how they copied snapchat which was a little funky at the beginning <laughs> if you remember filters were I not remember. up to speed they were a little glitchy but i think they did a good job with copying tiktok honestly um but one thing that they i feel like instagram misses out on is that tiktok says that they have audio copyrights so that any audio that's pulled from tiktok we have rights to use on tiktok but in Instagram, as a business, they take away that right. You can't really pull sounds. It all has to be original sounds. So you have it to be... so tricky. Yeah. So you have to be a creator or um, an, an entrepreneur, entrepreneur, right? Yeah. In order to use the sounds. But then if you're, a, if you're a company on Instagram and you turn you switch to creator to use the sounds, are you breaking any laws? Like they make it a little more confusing on Instagram. Also don't know that TikTok really has that capability. I mean, they they would have been sued by now, I'm sure, if if it weren't the case. But yeah. anywho, just a side note. <laughs> but let's Fun talk fact. TikTok. <laughs> well, it's where our minds go. Yeah, we just, I we just, just follow. I, those are the things that wake me up at 3 o'clock in the morning. Oh, my God, am yes. I going to get in trouble? Because I use the sound on Instagram. Yes. And then it's like, how much time did we use it? Okay, no, this is okay. Okay, no, this is too but long. But is it really? <laughs> yeah. And then it's just that rabbit hole that we just follow through our, our thought process and then yeah. we end up in dark places. But it's okay. <laughs> I find it safer for businesses to use like a paid audio bank, kind of like shutter stock or yes. like. So I tend to gravitate to those just to play it safe. But if it's a sound that's really popular, that is edited and it's not really from an A-list artist and it's somebody who's mixing up songs for TikTok or Instagram specifically, I feel safer to use that. But I feel like I'm going on a side tangent again. Let's talk TikTok, why it's important to include it into your (laughs) content strategy. I can talk about this stuff for hours, so I have to stay on track. We'll just, and then we'll (laughs) both go down the rabbit hole and take the the listeners with us and then, yes, no, no, no. (laughs) So sorry. Okay, so let's talk TikTok. Um, So we have a list that we we have here. I'll go over it like rapid fire, quick to give you an idea of what's important to consider um, it, with these platforms and why it should be a part of your content strategy. So I did have a list put together with different stats, different resources, and so does Kirsten. So we're, we'll go through these super fast and f- 
feel free to jump in and ready go okay sorry i just wanted to do the ready <laughs> oh, gosh, go the pressure rapid fire sorry <laughs> the she pressure said rapid fire and i wanted to be like pew 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 but then <sighs> i was like was wait i'm waiting <laughs> no i'm just kidding that was a good wake up though okay so tiktok has 1 billion monthly active users as of january 22 which is huge most people on tiktok spend over 815 minutes per month on the app 167 million tiktok videos are watched in an internet minute it was the most popular overall app downloaded globally in 2020 and 2021 it's in 150 countries 75 languages here's a part that will benefit the businesses over 110 million dollars estimated users spend let me say that again because i said that super mixed up over 110 million dollars are estimated to be spent by users monthly which is huge yeah and i would then, think it all came from me but i don't have that kind of money no 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 <laughs> but this is huge for businesses i mean there's a reason why it's still functioning it's a great app and then by the way also CapCut, which is one of the video editing tools that i use which reminds me i have to update my website um it's ranked the fifth video player slash editor in the u.s which is Whoa. insane with all the editors out there Yep. That is number five in the U.S. So be proud because we both use it. Heck yeah. You always keep um, me up to date. Update it. Update it. And I'm like, wait, this is a new feature. Yeah, no, I love it. I love it. And I'm pretty sure they're going to monetize it soon because it can't, it can't be that it's going to be free forever because it's such a good tool. I love it. Yeah. So hopefully 20 you get grandfathered in. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hopefully that would be great. That would be great because I'm already giving a lot of my money to several different apps that I use for reels and stories and stuff like that but you know it is what it is um (laughs) so 20 percent of those with household income of more than seventy-five thousand have used tiktok which is also important for businesses um and then tiktok users are aging with the app so that's great they're not going to different places however side note i do think if if tiktok went out of business because of meta i do think Gen Zers would not flock to Instagram. I think they would probably go to a different app. But anyhow, that was a side note. Hmm. Um, children aged 4 to 15 averaged 75 minutes per day on TikTok. I'm not going to lie. My kids were on TikTok in the early ages. Um, pre-pandemic. Like, they were oh. totally into it. And when I started seeing all the content, I'm like, this is not completely safe for kids. There are Uh-oh. some great, like all those thirst traps that people are recording. And then, you know, there's like a, people are very traps. open. Did I say it wrong? No, no, you said it okay, right. Okay, okay. I was like, laugh. wait, did I say it wrong? <laughs> so the thirst traps will leave a nine-year-old very confused. And then also like people are very open about <clears throat> their sexual orientation. Not that that's a bad thing. But do I want to have to explain that to my kids? Like, not yet. I mean, yeah. open conversation is good and we do have that. But do I need to have unnecessary questions coming up? I mean, I don't know. Maybe it would be a good thing. I don't know. But it depends on the content. It depends on the context <laughs> of the content. Yes. So, okay. I don't feel so, like a bad mom. But <laughs> no. Also, wait until you release this next fun fact because yeah. this is new to me. This is great. So TikTok is also the most blocked social media app by parents. So my kids no longer have access to TikTok. Not because well, of the sexual orientation stuff, but more because of the thirst tap. And sometimes the thirst yeah. traps. But sometimes there are some inappropriate things going on on Instagram that I, I mean, not Instagram, sorry, TikTok that I had to like, okay, let's stop. Yeah. For now. 
I mean, I'm not, I'm not going to lie <laughs> when I see, you know, family members, younger family members coming out, showing me their TikTok moves. I'm like, I didn't, I still don't know how to, how to dance like that. But okay. Oh no, they've got the dancing down. So like I've tried the dances and I just can't. Like I think, I think you have to be younger (laughs) for that to happen so smoothly. But my fear is that the kids who are on there, the parents don't really know what their kids are watching or how it functions. They just think it's a popular thing. But anywho, again, that could be a whole other conversation about minors and their impacts on by social media. (laughs) Yeah, it's a whole rabbit hole. Telling you. We always go down it. I was going to say 75 minutes a day on TikTok is insane, but we um, spend just about the same amount of time, so I can't say it's yeah. insane. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's actually time. not bad. I don't know if I would have thought it would have been more because, I mean, I just think of myself looking at TikTok yes. sometimes at night, and it's all of us. It's like it's like 10 p.m., and I'm like, all right, let me just look for I look at the clock. It's like 2 o'clock in the morning. I'm like, what the heck? Yeah, it's almost like, you know, when Netflix started doing the, are you still watching? And then TikTok's like yeah. the, are you there? Maybe you've it's been, healthy if you step away. You've been away. scrolling for a while. <laughs> Have you yeah, seen and those TikToks? Like, Ooh, um, didn't realize how long I was on here, but thanks. Thanks, TikTok. Yeah, you've been scrolling for a while. <laughs> yeah. I mean... I can understand the TikTok. Netflix still offends me. It's like, yes, I'm watching. I have nothing. Well, no, I'm. Yeah, I'm still here. Like, why do you think I'm I'm gone? Yeah. And then you have to get up or stop and put the control in. Like, like I'm usually multitasking. That comes up and I have to stop what I'm doing to come in first. Yes, I'm watching. Can you please keep playing what I played to begin with? (laughs) Yeah. Like, I need this playing in the background or I can't function. So keep it rolling. Oh, my gosh. But th- those are my fun facts for for TikTok. I think it's, it's self-explanatory and why it's such an important platform to consider. All right. That means it's time for reels. All reels. right. Let's bring on the reels. Rapid fire. Go. <laughs> Time on, no, I'm kidding. Time on Instagram actually did increase by 3.5% in India. And Instagram reels was released on August 5th, 2020. Holy moly. Yeah. I just want to repeat that one. That was during pandemic. It mind boggling. Like Instagram reels was released on August 5th, 2020. And look how much it's grown. It's insane. It's almost like it feels like it's been here longer. But honestly, but then again, so does 2020. <laughs> but honestly, I feel like the people who started on TikTok and then jumped into the bandwagon on reels early on are the ones that are now real influencers, even though oh, yeah. it's an old it was already like an old content type or type yeah. of content is what I'm trying to say. Absolutely. And fun fact, Reels actually launched first in Brazil. That's yeah, true. So um, I said that a little funny because I, my husband's half Brazilian, woo-hoo. half Peruvian. Shout out to yeah, the Brazilians. So, <laughs> so yeah, so as soon as I said that, I said it the way they say it. And I was like, ooh, Brazil. I didn't know it rolled off my tongue like that. <laughs> um, yeah, but here's actually the big one. Reels receive more engagement than regular video content at a rate of about 22%. Ding, 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 ding. If that doesn't cause you to raise a red flag, if you haven't been participating in Instagram Reels, I don't know what will. Hello. Yeah. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. Sorry, (laughs) I like that then. And then 70% of marketers are looking to increase ad spend in video. Yep. And And... Yeah, no, I completely agree. That's a huge one because 
that means that they're doing their research and they're seeing the potential. So it's like something if the if the 22% didn't catch your eye, this should mm-hmm. catch in your eye. Absolutely. I mean, I've found myself Googling certain products like TikTok pants. I mean, I oh, wanted yeah. to see what they were, but it's crazy because now it's like all you have to do is type um, trending product on Instagram that I can't remember that helps my keys and boom, it's like the first thing there. So it's, it's pretty interesting how that's working and I'm, I know it because I buy everything on (laughs) and seriously, everybody was wearing the freaking TikTok pants. Like my mom has a pair. (laughs) That's, that's awesome. I never got a pair, but I will tell you that now I see them everywhere. I see them in all the TJ Maxx's, all the Marshall's makes me want to try one on, but then I'm like, wait, maybe I, Maybe I shouldn't. Let me let me leave it to the let me leave it to the youngsters that can rock it. I can't rock it like that. <laughs> no, I think you could totally rock it. It's just so funny how it trends so high. Everybody just starts buying them, and then it's everywhere, and it's all because of something they saw on TikTok. So yeah, those Inf- TikToks that was like five top best things to buy on Amazon. I bought them all. The influence is all. real, people. The yeah. influence is real. <laughs> and Reels happens to be the fastest growing content format on the platform so far. Yes. So that is huge because it has to do also with the new updates that Facebook did just a couple days ago. Like they announced a couple updates. Um, But I wanted to go back to India because I have a fun fact. I think I shouldn't say fun fact. Here's my opinion. Okay. They mention India because time on Instagram increased by 3.5%, like you said, in India. But I think that the reasoning behind that is that TikTok was blocked in India. Oh, yes. The other fun fact I have, if you time your content to go out around the time that citizens in India are active on Instagram. Oh, yeah. Your views go up faster. But okay, that was a fun fact. And it might change. Maybe by tomorrow it's no longer real. But fun fact. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's like when you go to read your, your analytics and your insights, you're like, Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I did a little bit of testing. Remember we did we did a couple of yes. tests with the time difference and it did work. Um yeah. it sucks because you're up, you know, at really odd times, but it worked out. Yeah. So let's talk about Facebook updates. You talked about how fast um the content is growing on Reels and then it's so true that Facebook launched Reels in September and on Facebook not meaning meta but facebook i know it's so confusing now so facebook <laughs> a little bit <laughs> launched reels in september and it has been rolling out slowly after lots of testing so you've probably already seen the glimpse of the highlights on facebook but usually it's like an instagram glimpse and then you click on the comments it takes you to instagram but now it's becoming globally available over 150 countries you can actually upload reels through facebook what? and yeah and just, just uh, some sound effects there. <laughs> I love it. Keep it coming. <laughs> um, they also announced more creative tools and ways for creators to make money from their... Ching, ching. Yeah. No, this is huge because I believe I saw a TikTok just a couple days ago. Um, and he's like super famous for looking like Harry Potter, I think. And then he just started pushing that do one reel a day content. So he just mentioned he just got his first check for creating reels. So apparently in your settings, there's some kind of way to get paid for this already. Well, there's more ways coming because um, now creators can make money from their royals through advertising. And soon you'll start seeing stars. What are stars? (laughs) We'll talk about that. (laughs) 
<laughs> Show me the money and the stars. And the stars. <laughs> Not just the moon, but the stars as well. Okay, I'm getting cheesy. So reels, I'm, obviously. I'm, 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 it's us. <laughs> it's us. It's real. It's, it's also what happens when you record these late at night when you have such a full schedule. But, you know, hang with <laughs> us. We still have more for you guys. <laughs> yes. All right. So Reels obviously grew very quickly on Instagram. So it's not surprising that Facebook or Meta decided to roll this into Facebook as well. Um, So the Metaverse has spoken and welcomed Reels into Facebook. And it also makes for having a more competitive, you know, place with Facebook against TikTok. Right. So now they're going to have two platforms pushing out Reels. Um, And then Reels currently monetizes at a lower rate. But Meta thinking that's going to change. So they're really working on um, testing real overlay ads, which is very different from in-stream ads, which run on videos and not reels. But this looks kind of like a little sticker on top of a reel that's playing that says sponsored. Mm-hmm. It's like a little square thumbnail. So not that I'm excited about that, but it is another option for marketers to think about and really push because of the engagement and the viewing of all these TikToks and reels. Um in this case, reels, obviously, but I think it's going to be a new opportunity to consider as part of your paid social ad campaigns. I can't wait not only to spend my money, but to put ads out there. And <laughs> going back to what they mentioned stars and yes. ADHD moment, Tell I wish that we had stars. like a little sound thingy so we can go pew, 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 but it's okay. <laughs> so back to stars. It's actually a new feature that's going to allow you to monetize your live videos and people can buy stars and send them to you. I don't understand so, that. Uh, oh, I feel like it's almost um, it's almost like that game, gaming platform. It's like a new Bitcoin. Watch it turn into Bitcoin. Oh, see that that would be that would be interesting. But the stars feature basically is going to allow you to monetize your live videos. Viewers can buy the stars, send them to you while you're live or on past live videos that had stars enabled. Wow! And then get this. For every star you receive, Facebook will pay you a penny. Well, I mean, a cent, I should say, in USD. But a penny. I mean, but if I had a penny for every time. That's insane. I heard something. Yeah. That's like a metaverse Bitcoin version. Ooh. So speaking of metaverse, Ready Player One is one of my kids' favorite movies. And I'm not going to lie. I I can watch it multiple times. But that whole. very good one universe that the they book create. is great i haven't read the book i'll have to read the book but the whole universe they create in augmented reality i wouldn't be surprised if meta does that or takes it even further because i i know that they're working on more augmented reality content and how to make it how to do training for people to create stuff there as well so this might be like the beginning of that whole universe they're creating that's true and fun fact this is not sponsored by absolutely anybody no but <laughs> Carla, actually, her kiddos have the Oculus, and it is awesome. And if you haven't tried the plank, try the plank. No, it's not like the plank that we're used to. You're definitely walking (laughs) off of a plank um, with some very interesting things around you. So definitely give that a shot. Again, not sponsored, but really cool. No, let me tell you that augmented reality is crazy because I put those Oculus on when my my son first got it. I think he... My first one got it like two years ago and I put them on and I'm thinking, all right, let's try this thing. What's the hoopla with all this? I put them on and I'm playing this red hot game. I think it's called. Mm -hmm. Is it red hot? 
where these yeah. red people are trying to kill you. So you basically have to dodge their bullets and throw stuff at them yeah. and, and shoot at them. It gets intense. You're into this and you're like fighting for your life basically. Well, there are columns around you and I don't care how firm you are with reality. When you're in this thing and you're panicking. Girl, I threw myself against a column that didn't exist. Like I literally fell on my knee in the real life. And I'm too old to be falling on my knees. <laughs> like oh my I could gosh. not believe that that happened to me. Like my kids were like, mom, are you okay? They were seriously afraid that I hurt myself. That's funny. Like, I did try to sit on a bench okay? once. So, and then my mom played that game and we, we, we saw where it took her. Yes. So. <laughs> so they're really building an empire and I wouldn't surprise me if this is part mm. of that strategy. Mm. That's right. Yeah. Food for thought, guys. Food for thought. Yeah. Tell us what you guys think. Message us on Instagram. Tell us if you don't agree with what you're, we're saying. And then also if you have other things you want to hear us talk about or have any questions about, just DM us on Instagram or comment on anything. We'll we'll get the alert. So, Yeah. It's almost like we'll deep dive down the rabbit hole for you. So yeah. don't even worry about having to do that because if it's not something that we've already known, it's something we're going to want to know. Yeah, so definitely is, let us know. Yes, please. And this is a topic content that we can dissect into multiple angles and do spinoffs episodes on, which I'm sure we're, we've already have a couple in, in the plans. So if there's something else, just let us know. Like we can talk about hours about this stuff, which is why we have the podcast. <laughs> what up? <laughs> yeah, so it's, it's no fun when we don't have anybody to share it with. So we're like, you know what? Let's go ahead and share what stays in our mind with everybody else. <laughs> I love it. So in addition to this, Facebook's also launching full screen and immersive ads in between reels. So I'm wow. assuming it's just going to look like another reel. I don't know what, because a reel pretty much is full screen, immersive. Not sure what they mean by that. I'm looking forward to that. It's already in testing, so it's going to make, um, apparently, it'll be in worldwide markets in the next few months. Um, but it's something that they've been testing since October, so I can't wait to see what that looks like. Oh, that's going to be exciting. It almost brings me back to the universe again. Like, oh, yeah. What are you doing? You're going to, like, am I going to feel like I'm walking down a store picking up items? That'd be pretty cool. And then the Oculus is something that you have to have a Facebook account for. So I had, like, my kids are not in social on purpose, but I had to create accounts for them, which is on my phone. And because it's on my phone, I get alerts saying, Hey, uh, Alex, or, you know, hey, like, log into Facebook and check out what's going on. So you get, if you're yeah. not in there and you're not active, they're getting pulled into this metaverse for sure. Actually, I'm so glad you brought that up or you said that because it's insane. When you know the potential, when you know what's being streamed, when you know what's behind the curtain, <laughs> you want to hide your kids from it as much <laughs> as possible. And it's, it's insane, but it's, it's true. I guess it's because we spend so much time and we know the ins and out and we know the hamster behind the curtain. Yeah, no, I'd rather, I'd rather not have them see things like that because it's, there's just some things that stay in your brain forever and you really don't want them to like replay. And it's just, 
there's a dark yeah, side to everything. There's a lot of content out there and you have to be really careful, especially on TikTok and Reels. You know, it's really fast content, but still a lot of content that could leave people confused. And there's a lot of people, you know, it's still a very, a fairly new content platform. So you, you, there's not as much, I don't think, control over what people are posting, especially on TikTok. Meta might have a little bit more control over it, but TikTok, I'm not sure. I don't know. So I would be yeah. careful. Definitely know the platform, know the content, deep dive into that, um, especially when you have your kiddos in it, because that, that can get a little mucky. Um, fun for us, mucky for them. So just as long as you know the platform and you know it well and you know the content, kind of kind of like how you do it, Carla, how you have it like on your, you have their Facebook created on your phone so you can kind of manage that. Yeah, I tend to be careful with that. Yeah, and but from there's a, always uh, catfishers, so oh my gosh, <laughs> stay away yes. from those. Yes, and then from a business perspective, I mean, obviously from everything that we talked about, we just wanted to make it make sure you're you realize how important it is to keep this in mind for your content strategy. It's not, it's no longer gimmicky. I mean, when you talk mm-hmm. about billions of dollars, it's no longer a gimmick. Like that's something that you should seriously consider as part of your marketing strategy. And now with the ads that are coming out, that are a little like overlay ads on these reels that's an opportunity and i i want to bet that that's going to be tied into keywords that mm-hmm. have to do with what you talk or hopefully you can target keywords but i can't wait to see how those look like i don't doubt it i can't imagine it not being annoying for me as a user because it's over a reel like if yeah. i have stuff texts that i'm pointing at like i would want to see the text yeah so we'll see how that works out but they are testing Oh, one more thing I wanted to say since we got into the augmented reality portion of content. I want to bet that there's a way to create 360 content for Oculus. And I'm still trying to figure out how to work that into content strategy because I think that with all the things that Meta is investing a lot into – augmented reality so I think it's something you probably want to consider as well is just thinking about how to get that augmented reality that 360 content into oculus which is becoming more and more popular I feel like almost I don't know the stats on the oculus but I feel like it's more popular now than it was before obviously a lot more people have gotten it this year for Christmas so and you can interact in that so if there are two people who know each other they can actually play games together within that so I think there's a big opportunity with augmented reality in simple ways because I know that that's an expensive content um, to create for marketers and there's not enough creators yet, but I do think there might be opportunities for simple ways to create augmented reality content for Oculus. But tune in, hopefully, maybe there might be another episode specifically on that. <laughs> Heck yeah, and maybe even with a guest speaker, but yes, you know, who knows? <laughs> And then, of course, as we do every episode, we always want to give that shout out to somebody that's working so hard and that we truly support and we truly love. And we want you guys to know the hidden gems of Miami. So we want to give, yes, we want to give a shout out to an amazing handmade shop from your very own Miami. What? Yeah. And it's not fully yours. Like, not. Like, K-N-O-T not. It is amazing. It's, I love it. Everything that she has in store. I mean, I see you have her so stuff many unique all items. over Instagram. I'm obsessed. I, yeah. I, every time there's a, 
a market fair, anytime there's a registry, anything I could do with her, I'm always trying to go. And then I feel bad because I'm like that weirdo that comes up to her in the in the booth. Like if I know her whole life, like, hi, how hi. are you? Hi. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like that yeah. too. Don't worry. I'm like that too. Yeah. I do it all the time. Like, hi. Yeah. It's, it's, it's me a again. <laughs> yeah. I'm that one that I, I told her, I was like, I don't think you can forget me. I'm the bride that ordered something for her wedding six months before her wedding. And then on her wedding day, <laughs> oh my you messaged her like, hey, are you coming? And she didn't have it, but it's okay. It happens. But she's so good. She was like on top of me. I was not. I was like, wait, what? I did what now? But there's so many items in her shop, and there's truly a little something for everyone on your list. I am not going to lie. I get things for my best friends. I get things for my husband. I get things for the house. It's just nonstop. Yeah, like awesome the car. Stuff. Yeah, it's it's incredible. It's definitely something that you guys are going to want to check out. So definitely follow them on Instagram. And then I'm going to spell this one out since it's a little bit tricky for some people. Yeah. It was tricky for me. I had to I had to search it. Um so it's at Notfully Yours, and it's at K-N-O-T-F-U-L-L-Y-Y-O-U-R-S. So check them out today, Notfully Yours. You are not going to be disappointed. <laughs> With a K. With a K. No, she has amazing stuff. I've seen her stuff all over Instagram. I keep saying I'm going to buy something, and I haven't, so I'm going to make a commitment and buy something because they're so cute. Careful. It's kind of like Cheetos. Oh, you, you can't, can't just, just have, have one. one. Yeah. <laughs> Jinx. Yeah. <I'm> just <laughs> I have literally so many things from her. I literally just bought, actually, not that anybody in the podcast that anybody can could see. see it. <laughs> yeah. And all this noise I'm making into the mic. But I actually oh. just bought this new purse. Oh, wow. I can see it. And it looks amazing. Yeah. Oh, maybe I should just. Post, post a little story on, on IG with it. Yes, that would be great. But it's incredible. It has a bag. It's a purse. And look I at this. How cute. It. It's so cute. And it's handmade. Thanks. I can't. Sorry for the followers that can't see it, but don't worry. We're going to put a link down so that you can just go check them out. It basically looks like a decoration turned into a purse. It looks amazing. Yeah. Oh, and everything that she has to hang the plants. Mm. Proud plant parent. Love it. Oh, wow. I work so my plants can have a good life and my dogs. I'm a horrible plant person. I have a couple in my backyard that survived me, but I mostly transition into fake plants with cute holders because I just can't. My husband is the one that cute takes holders. care of my plants outside. For those of you for those of you that are listening, Carla does a little bit more than just cute holders. <laughs> she makes her own pots. <laughs> Her own pottery, which will definitely be taking an episode in and of oh itself. Oh, gosh. And I don't know. I think you do have a green thumb because when you get those peppers and you make you make your peppers and your hot sauce, it's hot. <laughs> I use Thai peppers. Even though I'm half Mexican, I do use Thai peppers because they're hotter. But, yes, I do plant those. But, again, those are alive things to my husband, not me. <laughs> That's so funny. Oh, but we are so happy you all joined us yes, today. Thanks for We're joining so us happy. today. Naturally Social is a marketing podcast about the latest trends in digital marketing with a focus of locally growing small businesses in a world of big brands by using good old networking and a growth hacking mentality. Check us out on Instagram at naturallysopod. If you'd like to be a guest on our show, please email us at naturallysocialpod at gmail.com. And remember, networking is more like farming than it is hunting.